Hey, welcome to the Moon Sign Aligned Podcast, your spiritual, comfy, familiar place to check in with the cycle of the moon and use the moon to your benefit. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for some guidance, tools, and insight to make better use of the moon energy in your life. No combination of words I could put on the back of a postcard No song that I could sing, I could try for your heart Our dreams, and they are made out of real things Like a shoebox, a photograph, a sepia tone, love and Oh hey! Sorry I didn't see you there I was just using one of my mini tools to self-soothe and relax which is singing to myself gently while sitting down in front of a heater, usually. Yes, you heard me right. I said heater. I love heaters. I turn them on and the heat instantly relaxes me and calms my mind. What are your tools? Are they wacky like mine, singing in front of a heater? Or do you go for walks? Do you eat healthy food? Do you read, journal? What tools do you have in front of you to help you calm down, relax, and get centered back to yourself, to feeling like the real you. What are your different tools? Do you take a drive? Do you watch a little TV? So why am I bringing this up? Well, it's the Gemini moon, and this weekend, we may or may not have gotten back in touch with our tools and the knowledge that is around us and within us at our disposal. We have a lot already here that we can use on this life mission of ours. So, what are your tools? Let's jump right into the exercise this time. I want you to get out a piece of paper. So obviously, pause this episode after I give you the prompt to do the journal entry. Okay. So, what you're going to do is you're going to list out all of the things that bring you emotional well-being. All of them. So, what brings you that satisfied feeling? What brings you peace? What brings you calm? On my list, I would put deep breathing and being outside with nature, walking, um, sometimes moving my body more slowly, sometimes moving my body more energetically and aggressively. Um, A one tool I have in general is knowing that when I move my body, I process energy. So anytime I'm feeling anxious or overwhelmed, if I can just get moving, even though maybe I want to go be still and lay down because I'm so overwhelmed and like tired feeling, that movement will actually help me process the overwhelm and maybe get over it a little quicker. Sometimes we're so burnt out that, yes, we need to just go relax and be comfortable somewhere where we can recover, right? But often we have more tools in our bag than just sleep. You could take a hot shower. You could watch a Netflix show that really speaks to you or maybe like is a happy place for you. Do you have a show you like to revisit that brings you joy? Gemini is all about reaching out for things to help ourselves Gemini is not stuck. It's moving. It wants to 
bring in whatever it needs in order to keep going forward and to learn what it needs to in order to get better at something so that it can keep progressing. Gemini wants to broaden its perspective. So when we're in the Gemini moon, emotionally, or moon phase, excuse me, emotionally, we really want to use what's in front of us and around us and within us, use that knowledge and information and physical tools to affect, to make an effect or to do something differently. Gemini is not satisfied being in one place with just kind of the same thing happening over and over. Eventually it'll get up and it'll start searching for more. That's the nature of this Gemini energy. So how does this hit your chart and your moon? How does it feel just for you right now if you think about it? Have your feelings maybe subsided as far as like emotionally expressing them and instead you're looking for ways to address some of these problems that you've been sad about? That's a very Gemini thing to happen. But what even is your moon, right? Let's let's touch let's get in touch with our moons and and really dive deep into what it means to be that moon sign. Like I said, if you want to go further, look up what house your moon is in. Which house does your moon live in? If you don't know what I'm talking about, that's okay. Go look up what I'm talking about. Look up your house systems if you're curious. So which house is your moon in? What tools does it have? What room does it live in in this world? Okay, now really embody your moon in the house it is in, or just your moon. Who is that? Who is that emotional part of me? What does it need? And now I want you to think, what tools does this emotional being, what tools does it have and what do I know? How does it like to see both sides of the, of the same coin? How does it like to see two polar opposite um, perspectives, right? Do you, do you see that in your mind more? Is it something you feel in your heart? But how do you take these different parts of yourself or maybe other people outside of you situations, but let's keep it maybe just within ourselves for this exercise. How do you connect when you feel these two opposite ways within? What tools do you have to connect those two feelings and help them understand each other? And what perspectives and knowledge do you already possess or do you need to possess? Do you need to maybe create by learning to really join these two different perspectives and have them work together? For an example, a... (laughs) So I have a Taurus moon, which wants loyalty and calm and peace in the home. And it wants to, um, you know, we just talked about the Taurus moon. I'm very interested in quality and value. And so it's more important to me to like collect what I see as valuable than maybe to an Aries. And I bring up Aries because I have Aries in my chart as well. And my Aries part of me is fine exploring the world with nothing but like a backpack, having owning nothing and just being here for the experience and being totally open to experience. So these are two very opposite feelings I have within, right? This feeling of like, 
an intense desire for security and familiarity and then also this desire to like see what else and go travel and be like very light and not own a lot and not hold a lot of bonds in this life right where I haven't made many bonds so I'm not loyal to anything um, you know too extreme anything outside of my own experience right how do I take these two opposite perspectives and help them hold hands, have a conversation, and see eye to eye. That's what Gemini is asking. That's what Gemini invites us to do. Now, you don't have to know your chart in order to do this. You could just look at two parts of you that think differently. Maybe you have the same two polar opposite sides in you that I do. You have a part of you that wants to be free and explore and never be held down by anything, and then you have a part of you that wants security and love and loyalty and to build and trust and make bonds and and sometimes you feel that there's conflict because you might be while you're honoring this part of you you might feel like you're not really honoring this other part you have to make a sacrifice and although we do have to make sacrifices sometimes it's just true also there's ways we can really honor both parts of us because the truth is our guidance system tells us what's right and what's wrong. So if we are indulging too much in this one perspective, then we're not really honoring our own, you know, wellness or best wishes because we're not honoring this other part of us. So balance is everything. It's key. And we do this with other people, right? We don't make it be all or nothing situations. We're able to hold different perspectives and and have them exist together and understand each other, but they can still exist together as separate perspectives. So for instance, your friends, you know, you they come over and you have the perspective of, I never want you to leave, I want you to be my best friend forever. And then maybe, you know, later you get the perspective of, oh gosh, I really like to be alone and I need my alone time. So being with this friend too much, you know, makes me feel tired because I really value that alone time. Okay, so that's an outside of you example where, you know, you need to learn how to balance, obviously, how often you see that friend and how often you're alone. So we have all of these polarities in our life where we have conflicting interests happening at the same time. And I brought up tools right away because we also have all of these tools around us as well endless infinite amount of tools if if you don't believe me then you're in the perspective right now that there's nothing that can help you and please don't be in that perspective because that is (laughs) that is a really sad and low energy place to be in so let's let's take that actually let's take that as an example the perspective of nothing can help me right now And let's use this Gemini energy to make that perspective healthier. Okay, so I have nothing at my disposal. I am just alone. Nothing can help me. Now, the opposite side of that is the medicine for that perspective. I have everything I need. I have all of the resources I could ever want to get going right now. I was blessed with food, water, and shelter so that I can make decisions now to bring new things into my life. I have a good partner, so now I can build on that, right? We always have something. I have a healthy body. You know, I can take that and go do whatever I want in this life. 
So we always have something that could help us. And we just have to step into that flip side perspective where instead of thinking you are lacking, we use the Gemini energy to remember like, oh, well, I could also just as easily be thinking I have everything. Now, maybe thinking I have everything doesn't make sense because you don't see that around you. But you can definitely come up with some things you have that proves it wrong that nothing can help you. When, when have you helped you before? Do you have an example of this? Right? Does a shower help you feel better? Does a nap help you feel better? Does going to bed and waking up in the morning sometimes help you feel better? Does exercising help you feel better? So thinking like nothing will help me is not true. So that's, that's a good way to use Gemini energy when it's the Gemini moon and to carry this new lesson with us. What are these new tools? What are, what, what's at my disposal now? What have I learned? Because at the next Gemini moon, we're going to be learning again, right? So right now we can practice using these new tools and lessons and inform- this new information we have from what we've just been through. We can use all of that to continue. So like I said, it's a good time to check in with what you have, do that journal exercise, check in with what you've built, your new perspectives. What is, what's the data around you? Get out a journal, write this stuff down so you can really keep track of, of the transition you move through as you cycle through the phases of the moon, through all the different signs. That's the whole point is to use this energy to empower our transitions and transformations. So I hope you enjoyed this Gemini moon. We are moving into the Cancer moon very quickly and we'll be feeling a lot more of those watery kind of heartfelt feelings um, as we transition into Cancer the water sign. And Cancer represents our root. So we will be learning about what grounds us Right? right now we are getting all of the information from Gemini and now we will be calculating that information and deciding what really grounds me and what really feeds me. Where, what, where is my root? What needs to be there to support me? And just a reminder, this is now Sagittarius season. So we have moved from deep, deep personal transformation into a time where we are opening our eyes and waking up and we're about to go kick some booty because we've learned a lot from this deep transformation and now we are ready finally to start taking action. Let's not jump the gun. Let's not do too much at once. I know that the fiery energy can hit some of us in an anxious way. Let's instead use this to get excited. Use it to really get excited about what you're doing and the changes you're making and let yourself naturally start putting new things into place one thing at a time and expand your knowledge just like the Gemini moon helps us see different perspectives and use the tools and knowledge in front of us and within Sagittarius asks what else what else is out there what else could I use to help me what do I not know yet who it would be a good teacher. 
I've learned so much, so now I can see so much more. And that's what Sagittarius season invites us to do. Let's look beyond what we knew before and leave some of those perspectives in the past. It's time to step in to the version of us that feels aligned and really good, really satisfying. We have worked too hard to let this beautiful shift in energy slip away from us. Let's use it. Thanks again for tuning in to this sweet little community that we all love. We're so glad you're here and we're thankful that you're also looking up at the moon and studying its ways to better your life. It's comforting knowing other people are out there doing the same thing, isn't it? Tune in on Wednesday and we will be talking about the Cancer moon in this now Sagittarius season, how this affects us, how we're going to be dealing with this, and just some insight on what to do with fiery Sagittarius energy while the moon is in watery still Cancer. Take care. Have a wonderful couple of days. You deserve all of the best. Remember that. Cheers. Cheers.